I'm going to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, right? You guys, you already know it's coming. You already know it's coming. Go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list, see all the different uh, things we have going on there. We point you to all the different platforms we're on. We've got Lola's deals on there. Lola's posting daily deals on there. There's links to our merch, including Ballistic Ink, where you can get, like, you know, the Gun Nerd shirt, or you could get the uh, the new Hank Strange lo uh, blaster logo. All of that kind of stuff is over there. You can also you can also get the broadcasting logo, which is for this channel, which is for this channel here. So there you go. Oh, look at that! Richard Hughes has a patch. You could buy patches right now. The patches are available also on the website. Very easily you can buy them. So oh, look at that! The EDC guy has a patch. Uh, Tyvin Show, where's your patch? Where's your patch? I know, I know. You you should have an old school patch. Let's. Oh, I got the Walter Keller pig. Oh, that's not the Walter Keller pig. All right, listen, <laughs> let's let's get this going here. Let's get the show going here. I'm gonna drop the open. <laughs> Welcome back to the All right. situation. Make sure you Lifestyle guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. If you don't know, this is how we do it. Come on with the jazz hands, people. There you go, everybody doing the jazz hands. I hope you got your big girl panties on. It's Thursday. I'm gonna try to act like it's Friday, just cause, just because. There you go. There you go. Um, hey, quick question: oh, Is Lola it HankStrange.com or is it HankStrangeTV.com? No, it's HankStrange.com. We don't use HankStrange.tv or whatever that was. We don't use that. Okay. HankStrange.com. Um, Lola said we can't act like it's Friday. By the way. Oh, look, Richard Hughes has the old school patch. What? Richard Hughes. That's the evil red skull. That is a classic. That is a classic. I don't know how many people have those out there, but damn, Richard Hughes, you get all the props. You get all this the props. This is the one oh, that I got from you. Look at that. And uh, Tyvin, Tyvin has the green one. Wow. Yeah. Okay, awesome. awesome. I actually have Here. this one pushed on my wall too, man. Yeah. So I got them all hung up. Yeah, awesome. I know I know you guys I know you guys are ride or die. You guys are ride or die. Okay, so we have a great show. This is episode five hundred and twenty nine of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. We have the EDC guy. We've got Flying Rich. We've also got the Time and Show. Coming with the Oh, Time and Show's beating you on the patch game, Richard. <laughs> Yeah. He's beating you on the patch game. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever don't oh now Richard's pulling Okay, okay, this is gonna get crazy. But we do have the EDC guy joining us for the first time. Um thanks for joining us. Uh the show is brought to us by Walther Arms. Thanks to the Walther guys for supporting us here. Um a friend of mine actually let me what is it, the CCP, the new three eighty, Walther? I think it's the CC. I think it's the CCP. The, uh, the new 380 Walther that's out there, so I'm going to be doing a video on that. Um, EDC guy, what can we call you? Should we just call you the EDC guy? Yeah, you can call me the EDC guy, or you could just say Ron. Oh, okay. The EDC guy. Big E. Yeah, I think you're... Big E. Big E. <laughs> I think you're frozen. Big. I think you're frozen here on the screen. I don't know what's... If if that's me. Let me see what's going... Yeah, you, it looks like your, your camera's frozen. It's frozen. Yeah, oh, we man. can hear you, but uh, which is fine, which is fine, you know. Uh, take your time, get that worked out. Okay, so we can call you Ronald, you said, right? Yeah. All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, okay, there we go. We can see you now. I can see you moving around. Right. I can see you moving around. 
And so the EDC guy has a book. If you can, you can see it right there on the shirt, so it should make it easy for me to remember. Erica's Big Day. Hold on, let's go full screen right here. There you go. Erica's Big Day is the book that's out. You guys need to get. Where can they get it from, man? Uh, www.ericasbigday.com. Okay. There's a book right here. And what is this book about? Written by Ronald Scipio Jr. Awesome. Very good. All right. The book is about um, unattended firearms. Mm -hmm. It's addressing the issue of, you know, just firearms laying around. It could be in the park. It could be at home. Just getting children to understand what they should do if they're confronted with issue of an unattended firearm. Okay. Uh, and basically, Erica, she's a superhero, and she's going throughout the book, saving her friends to help them make it to see their big day. Oh, very cool. Okay. I think that's, um, personally, I think that's a that's a cool idea. We'll get these guys here to chime in and let us know what they think. Um, either one of you guys, have you heard of this book, uh, Tyvin, Richard Hughes? No, no sir. I, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Go ahead, Richard. What were you saying? But you know, when I started getting into firearms, first thing I did is show my daughter the gun, mm -hmm. how to check if it's clear to treat it as though it's, you know, loaded and ready to go bang all the time. Mm -hmm. And pretty much what he's saying in the book that if you see a gun, don't touch it, tell an adult. If mm -hmm. you're somewhere where kids are and they're playing with a gun, mm -hmm. leave, call us. Yeah, we'll get away, move away from there. Mm hmm. Yeah. I'm sure the book goes better into that than I would. But. Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll get into it with Ronald about all of that. Yeah, and I think we, we even need to reiterate that. Um, even like my kids are, you know, um, early 20s. So I'm still telling <laughs> them, you see someone with a gun, stay away from that person. Okay? Yep. Move away. Get out of the line. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, and, I think it's a pretty good deal for you to come out with this book and the podcast tonight because with everybody staying home and everybody's and uh, with all the conspiracy theories whatever have you that's out there it's time to you know have that discussion with your children because with the potential of what's going on I'm not trying to get any conspiracy theories or anything but mm -hmm. it's a good time to have that discussion yeah you know, if you if somebody comes into the house and you happen to see, you know, me wink and we're in trouble, and you know, if your child is old enough that you know you can trust him or her to to handle a firearm, that might save the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, right. there's a lot of with what's happening with everyone uh, panic buying firearms right now. There's going to be um, millions of Americans out there that are just going out and buying guns. Which, hey, look, it's great. Guns are a gateway drug to freedom, awesomeness, but, you know, not everyone is exactly understanding what you need to do to make sure those things stay safe and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm going to I want to remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups out there. OK, we appreciate that. Smash those thumbs ups. If you're watching us, if you're here with us right now, smash the thumbs ups. Ronald, why don't you tell us this? I think the folks have seen Richard Hughes and, of course, they've seen the Tyvin show before. Why don't you tell us who you are? how you started doing all of this, you know, uh, how, how you came to write the book, etc. Okay, so, you know, I'm here in Miami, Florida, and, you know, I started, um, number one, my passion for firearms came from 
just being a father and wanting to protect my children. Um, you know, I had it on my pod, one of my podcast episodes, uh, like maybe about two years ago, where I talk about just the home invasions that was just going on around that time, around like, you know, 2007, 2008. And I mean, these were like vicious, like home invasions going on. Mm -hmm. And I just looked and I was like, man, I don't know what I would do if something happened to my children, my family. Um, I want to be able to protect them. So, uh, you know, friends of mine, you know, they introduced firearms to me and I just it was love at first shot. So from there, I just started learning. Um, I took a liking to, you know, precision shooting. My first uh, firearm was actually a Ruger Mini 14. You know, um, you know, these guys, when they did their home invasions, they were coming in like eight people deep, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I did something I think that was going to, you know, if that should ever happen, God forbid, I had that stopping power and that impact to prove a point. You know, yeah. Um, so at the time when you were getting into this, that this was happening in Miami. Yes, okay. it was. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they even had some uh, stories out in the Redlands, like a uh, homestead area, where they actually caught some guys because they were just that's what that was their thing, um, and they used like helicopters, night vision, or thermal to to catch these guys. You know, they baited them in and uh, they took them down and. If I'm not mistaken, there was some happening in the, the Palm Beach area as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we've got home invasions going on all over the country. Um, and, I, you know, I, I'm not sure what the stats are. We would have to look at the stats. Maybe in certain cities, especially when they tend to be very liberal cities that try to put restrictions on people uh, owning guns. And on the Second yeah. Amendment, uh, that, that kind of stuff gets worse. Because I live out in the country... And I don't think you want to roll up on your neighbor to surprise them even. No, that's not a good idea. Yeah, you might want to give your neighbor a call. It's a, you know, it's a good thing. It's save you, save yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it, it's funny you say that, Hank. With everything that's going on, I've actually went over to my neighbors and told them, hey, if you have a home invasion, you know, text, call, flash a light over my house you know, whatever, mm -hmm. if you have the chance to make that signal, you know, that distress signal, hey, I'm right over, and it's vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, we've we've actually had a rash of break-ins and things going around in my area right now. And well, just, I mean, tell, just let the folks know where, around in the morning. Right, just let the folks know where you're at. I know um, someone out there was asking where Ronald is. He's in Florida. He's in Miami, so South Florida. Uh, just tell the folks where you're at, Tyvin. I'm in southeastern Ohio. Okay, southeastern Ohio. Um, so what are you? Yeah. Let, let's kind of let's kind of um, stick to that whole subject. Uh, Richard Hughes, do you where you where you're at in? Uh, you're also in Florida. Do you worry about home invasions there? So yes and no. In in two things. The interesting mm -hmm. thing is. Tyvin's town geographically is probably more from, you know, like I'm 20 minutes from downtown Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. I'm in uh, Jupiter Farms, which is the redneck part north edge of Palm Beach County. Mm -hmm. So the minimum piece of property here is like an acre and a quarter. Um, 
so Hank, I'm probably not too different than where you are, except you got like five acres. Mm -hmm. But being that everybody has guns out here, because we're known as rednecks, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I got a former sheriff two houses down. I got an Iraq veteran three houses down. Mm -hmm. Nobody's coming down our block. Yeah. Or, Or if they are, they made a big mistake. They don't know. Yeah, I think there's some there's certain things that make that. And I've, listen, I'm not trying to say that we're, none of us are guaranteed safety, right? right. The right the, the you know the right circumstances and all that. Regardless of where you're at, people could try to roll up on you. You should always uh, be prepared for that situation. Um, let me see. Okay, Lola did she she put in the chat links to the book. Ronald just wanted to let you know that. Um, so the book can only be bought through that website. Yes. Um, so okay. I'm doing everything. I'm packaging them up. I'm uh, okay. shipping them, slapping True the labels. Yeah. All right. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. How much, what does the book cost? Uh, the book cost is uh, $25. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's including the uh, shipping. Okay. Oh, including yeah. shipping. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so you're doing everything, you wrote the book, you, did you do the artwork and all that kind of stuff or you got uh, someone? Well, I have an illustrator. She's okay. on our team. Um, she helped me develop, you know, I had the stick figures going on, but she helped me develop, uh, Erica, you know, my daughter was the inspiration behind that. Okay, cool. Um, you know, and she's on board. We were working on animation as well. We, we dropped the uh, animation, uh, not too long ago mm-hmm. with the book. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and how long is the book? Like, how many pages is it? Um, the book, just the uh, inside pages, is uh, forty-eight pages long. Forty-eight pages. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's good. All right. We'll we'll get into it more here as we go along. We've got I've got a bunch of different things um, going on here. Elfster's rifles and reloading says expect to see next twenty-two LR unobtainium apocalypse to happen for the rest of twenty twenty. Just like 2018, I'm calling it right now. Uh, Elfsters, we already called it. Already, um, you know, when that happens, man, I'm I'm always like yeah. <laughs> throwing in my 22 orders. <laughs> yeah, I still got my 22 LR from the third grade, son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look now, now Richard Hughes is showing off his 22 LR. Oh. Okay, all right, Richard. Okay, fine. All right, there you go. Congratulations <laughs> to you, Richard Hughes. Um, let's do this before we, okay, before we get deep into this right now, like I said, I'm going to remind everyone, smash the thumbs ups. Let's go around. So, um, I'm going to start with Richard Hughes in your neck of the woods, Richard Hughes. What are gun stores looking like over there right now with everything happening? Let's get an update. I dropped by my local guy in in Jupiter farms here and he said easily his business has doubled. He's going to be out. He's, he had a good stock of ammo. He said in three days, he's going to be out. He's got more coming in. Mm. Okay. He had a whole bunch of people in the shop purchasing firearms, you know, Mm -hmm. like seemed like first time purchasers. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he said business has easily doubled. What which do you, you know, good for him? Yeah. Do you know what are they? What are they? What are they selling out of in the store? So uh, when I was there, somebody bought a tactical pump action shotgun. Uh, it seemed like other people were waiting for the background checks to go through. The electronic background check is a little slow because of all the checks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't get a detailed of hey what are you selling what's going on. I'm pretty. He said he was out of a lot of ammo. So. 
and again, because there were a bunch of people, I didn't get you know to chit chat them up too much. Okay, cool. Uh, let me go then to Tyvin. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, what's it looking uh, like in your neck of the woods? Your so, by the way, Richard Hughes. He's in. Um, he's in the uh, West Palm Beach area. Uh, Jupiter Farms, right? Jupiter Farms, I think. Jupiter he's Farms. In. Yeah. yeah. For anyone who wants to know, Tyvin, you're in Ohio, and what part of Ohio are you in again? It, it's it's in Somerset, Ohio, but it, it's southeastern Ohio. Southeastern. So, what's the what's the gun store situation uh, in your in your area? Well, I, I posted a couple of them, things on Instagram, and you'd commented on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was up from Florida there last week, and I took him to an indoor gun range. Mm-hmm. And when all this is getting ready, to, uh, uh, when all this went down, we actually have a, a family friend that actually works at that gun store. And the day after we were there, they got swarmed. They sold every rifle and gun except for one pistol. And sold at every box of ammo that was in it. So I've got Advance Outdoors. It's about an hour from me. And it was packed. Uh, people was going in. And, you know, they're exercising their rights. And it's mm-hmm. a good thing. And I talked to a couple of the, the older guys. And I talked to a couple of young bucks. And everybody's like, look, you know, just safety, and I might not be able to get what I want mm-hmm. but or what I can afford, but I'm going to have something to protect because everybody, you know, not to get into conspiracy theories, whatever, but, you know, people are wanting things. And I looked around at a couple of the other gun stores that's in my area, you know, I actually went there, and they're selling out of guns, out of ammo, and people are buying crossbows wow. and bows and arrows and compound mm-hmm. bows and, mm-hmm. you know, survival knives, mm-hmm. just, you know, anything. Yeah. And it's a little scary, but it's nice to know that, you know, what's going on. That's why I went, We I talked earlier about going and talking to my neighbors. You know, hey, if you see a vehicle that's in my driveway and you've never seen that vehicle before, you know, shoot a text. If I don't answer your text within five minutes, hey, you know, come lock and load it. You know, as mm-hmm. long as they're, you know, knock on the door. Yeah. You know, right. it's it's a neighborly thing. It's a family thing. You know, I I got a pretty small neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but my best advice for people right now is just be aware of your surroundings. If you're going and getting up at the work in the morning and you're going to work, sit in your driveway an extra five minutes before you pull out. See if somebody's casing, you know, if the same car loops by three times. Hey, that's something that you should, you know, notice. Right. So just just be aware. You yeah. know, are be you be safe, but be aware. Let me ask you this question. Are you know, are we in full panic mode like that right now? Or are you just in your usual aware like situational awareness? Uh, maybe a little bit more sensual awareness, okay. not, not panic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it kind of threw me for a loop when I started seeing all the, uh, the, the, the stores, you know, the shelves being emptied. Everybody saw those pictures, mm-hmm. but then I got to thinking about it. Well, if all the schools are closed for the rest of the area, well, they're closed the rest of the year in my area, mm-hmm. you know, all right. So people are actually taking responsibility of their family and their kids you know they might have a quick snack or something for breakfast and then lunch and dinner and then we have supper 
Yeah. So if these kids aren't in school, well, they're just buying extra food to feed their families. Yeah, they might have got that little extra bread or that extra can of corn or mm-hmm. you know the extra two or three pounds of hamburger or whatever. But you know they they doubled their food cost because their kids are home. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but uh, it was kind of those. Which mm-hmm. one do you really accept? Is it a panic or are they just trying to be responsible adults and take care of the kids? Yeah, go ahead, Ronald. I think you were trying to get in here and say something. Um, yeah, you know, kids they eat a lot, man. Yeah. They <laughs> Age, yeah. they can, man, yeah. like they have no discretion. Food monsters, I, you know, that's good. They, they're growing, growing bones and all that kind of stuff. Let me just say this. Um, I, I know that, you know, yes, it's true. There are a lot of kids staying home. Those kids have to eat and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think what's happening right now is they're trying to slow this thing down by getting people off the streets as much as they can. But from just what I've seen, people are still out there. There's still people driving around. People still have to go to work, um, especially like Lola works in uh, the healthcare industry. She works at a hospital. She's going to work every day. There's other people that are out there going to work every day. Stores aren't closed. They may be limiting their hours. Some places are limiting how many people can go into stores. Lola and I didn't see that this morning. We were like running around... um, not really. A lot of this stuff we've already done, but we, you know, just just taking a look at what's going on and, and running a few errands. Um, but that is not a sustainable thing. This may go on for a few weeks, but I don't think that that people can really uh, shelter in place like this for that long of a time. And I think there's there's a psychological element as well to what the government's doing here. And they're really getting everyone freaked out. And that's not going to last forever before people start going, hey, you know, what's going on here? So, yeah, I, that's I, really yeah exactly. What's really going on? So obviously, we want to slow this thing down. At the same time, you know, there's uh, a little bit of there's a little bit of pushing going on here, and I don't know how long that's actually going to go on. But I don't really see this getting to apocalyptic, apocalyptic state. I mean, the highways are still open. There's plenty of gas. Gas is cheap as all. Get out right now. Ninety nine cents a gallon. Jeez, uh, ninety nine cents. When have we seen? When is the last time? I, I had no gray air, hairs the last time there was friggin' 99 cents a gallon gas. <laughs> yeah, it was 99 cents a gallon here. Yeah. The gas station, the, the two that did it sold out within an hour. Yeah, yeah. So try what I'm trying to say to you guys is be aware, be prepared, do not panic, do not, be, do not drum yourself or hype yourself up into a state of panic and stress, okay? Try not to do that because that's not gonna help you if you get sick either. That might help make you uh, get sick faster, okay? Or have other issues. And right now, one of the things that they don't want is to overtax the hospital system. So we don't want everyone to get like freaked out and all that kind of stuff here. And I definitely don't wanna do that. Uh, Ronald, we, we didn't get from you. Tell us what's going on in your area. Are you getting out and about? What are you seeing happening um, in Miami? You're in Miami, Florida. Um, today was the first time that I actually went out and uh, and about. Um, you know, I tend to stay outside of the uh, madness because uh, I pretty much have what I need um, year round. Being in Florida, you know, hurricane season, water, all that stuff. We mm-hmm. you know, we already have you know freeze dried food, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I recently called my uh, local gun range. They're also a gun store. Um, so they're just closed to the public period. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that's that's a wrap because, you know, people are calling me about, you know, firearm information. What firearm do you think I should get? Um, ammunition. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, I need lessons now. Things like that. <laughs> like, you know, we're, this is not the right yeah. time. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> it's too <laughs> you know? late. I mean, I mean, listen, you can always give people advice and stuff like that. Here's what you should do. You should tell them, uh, go on YouTube, search Hank Strange. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, don't know what that plen- guy says. Yeah, there's plenty of information on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, and then to, for I'm sure you can give people good advice on what to get, but in the stores they might not necessarily be able to get those things, right? Right. And on, on on that note, like, you know, training, I do have up on my website, you know, um, a dry fire series. And this is something that I put up a long time ago, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people aren't interested in that until, you know, the sky starts falling. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's one of the things with human beings, man. Um, most people like us as gun guys and lots of other folks out there. There's lots of people who are always prepared for things. I'm not the most prepared person in the world. There's people a thousand times more prepared than me. But in general, folks like us, we, we think about these things way before they, um, before they actually happen. Uh, but, the, but the general population out there doesn't. And, and everything that's happening right now is really freaking them out, right? And the funny thing about it, yes, there's a, there's a virus out there. There's people getting sick and all that kind of stuff. But there's lots of viruses out there that people that make people sick and there's lots of things that people die if you look at um car accidents and all kinds of other issues that we have going on takes out more people but we don't see everyone like tearing up the roads and going that's it nobody get on the roads we could save 150,000 lives by people staying off the roads for two weeks or whatever it is um that's why I'm trying to say that this level of stress for people is not sustainable. But what they're trying to do right now is slow everything down so they can get things in place to be able to help people that do get sick. Ultimately, most of us are going to wind up being sick, and this is going to be a continuing thing for a long time, just like all the other, uh, you know, H1N1 and all those other things. Uh, mad cow disease. Do you guys remember that? You know, <laughs> I, I'm seeing the memes about all the things people have survived. I'm trying to think of what I've su- let's let's think about. Let me see. I'm gonna. I survived the '80s, the crack epidemic. Uh, <laughs> uh, survived. What was it? Um, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you that know. guy at Y2K bought like two hundred thousand dollars worth of spam. I wonder if he's still eating it. I don't know. I don't know. Bird flu, swine flu, this you know this thing, mad cow, all kinds of things. Ebola, Lola said Ebola, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's all these things out there. So um, I'm, I'm just going to say it again. Be careful. Be prepared. Don't don't drive yourself crazy. Uh, let me get some different comments in here really quick. And, and as I was saying before, smash those thumbs ups, please. Um, that does help us out. Uh, let's see what we got going on here. Who's in here? Uh, Pistol Packing Mama Corey Williams is shouting us out. She says she hasn't been here in a while. She started a new job. Awesome. Congratulations to you. Hopefully that's going well. Um, and then, you know, that, that will help Chris Williams get more guns. So we, we love that, you know. Uh, I'm sure you too. You, you'll probably get some guns too, but Chris has to get the guns first. Because, you know, I'm going to advocate for the dudes out there. That's what more I do. More guns. 
Yeah, Richard. <laughs> yeah, Richard Rasnick says a couple of people are jacking up the price. Uh, Kathleen Music Lover says cheaper than dirt, aka dirtbag douches. Uh, yeah, cheaper than dirt. No real gun guy um, buys anything from cheaper than dirt. I'm just gonna tell you guys right. that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If when you if you find yourself time. buying from cheaper than dirt, there is something wrong with you. When I first started out, that was my hub, man. Until I woke up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, in the during the fire Armageddon uh, of 2013, when they when they jacked everyone up, you know, that went away. I don't know why Richard's showing uh, his stick figures on the on the whiteboard, but okay. Um, let me. Hmm? That's is that you driving into a brick wall? I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh no, that's you driving into the telephone pole. Oh. Yeah, and then where's you not telling me? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If a man can't find his own pole, I am not helping him find it. Uh, I'm not even going to touch that yeah. one. Yeah, uh, don't don't touch it. Don't touch it. it Richard's had that Where? one. He worked on that all night. He worked on that. Oh. <laughs> Look. Okay. They, I'm going to one-up one you there last time, Richard. Yeah, uh, military arms, military arms patch right there. Ronald's now is looking for his patches, right? Yeah, my patches here, oh, man. the patch book. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so bad. This is going to be so bad. The patch book is uh, breaking out. Hold on. Let's see. Let me close up on that. What's that one? Um, oh, Scar. Very <laughs> there cool. You go. Very cool. Uh, you guys can see my patches right here in the background. There you go. I guarantee hey, uh, I have a military arms patch on there somewhere. There you go. I got a I got a quick question for him um, about yeah. his book. Yep. Um, on your book, is it set? Uh, is the state set to where there's already currently guns in the house, and it's teaching about the child, or is this from the very beginning of introducing a a weapon into the home with the child? And what's the what's the age of the children that you suggest that you know from hey don't touch to Hey, you need to be aware of. Um, so the target target uh, the demographics for the book is uh, three to like eleven. Okay. And, um, it's different different uh, scenarios. So uh, in one of the 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 chapters, the pages, uh, the father, he's a gun guy, and that's actually Erica's father. <laughs> me. Oh, you wrote yourself um, into the book. Awesome. Right. That's so, what you gotta do. That's what, that's what you gotta <laughs> so um Erica's father no he was, uh, just going through his normal routine. He was running behind time. He was, you know, cleaning his firearm, but he left it on the, the coffee table. Now okay. Erica, she knows better, you know, but she just took it upon herself to say, Hey dad, don't forget you left your firearm on the coffee table, but Erica knows to don't touch, you know, mm -hmm. tell an adult and, and, and so forth. You okay. Know. Okay, cool. Um, Razor JB is asking this question. He says, is it just me or is this not coming up in my feed last two days? Had to go find it. Um, have, have everything checked properly and didn't show up. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, YouTube's always pulling shenanigans on us. Best thing to do is to ring the bell to be notified when we go up. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know. And then also remember YouTube, if you've been looking at the YouTube news, a lot of those guys, even though I, most of them I'm assuming are doing whatever they do remotely anyway, 
they've left us to the to the in the hands of the bots. So the yeah. uh, the bots are pretty much running everything nowadays, and someone might have uh, you know messed around with that or. Well, the, they, the government's got them working for them now because they're trying to get that website up. What what website are they trying to get up? Oh, uh, it's one of those. Trump, Trump got Google, you know, because they had the Obama website, and then they had all these other ones that was a failed or whatever. So Trump got a of Google, and they were trying to get this big website up for the coronavirus and okay. the stagings and what to follow. And Anyhow, I know Google's working with the government right now trying to get a website up, and they've got all their engineers on it right now. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, let's and see. Go ahead. A lot of people um, there, I've seen it on uh, Instagram, like, you know, people throwing up these facts, and then Instagram comes in and just like, that's mm-hmm. not factual. The fact checkers. Oh, you know? yeah, man. That's in a fact right now. Yeah. Facebook, too. Well, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mind control. Uh, mind control. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Richard Bonder sent me an email. He says in England, they're blaming the preppers for the stores being bad. The truth is, it's not the preppers. We've had the crap. Yeah, in fact, preppers, I'm preppers aren't out there buying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, Clover Tax says all the grocery carts I've seen around here were a variety of groceries, normal shopping stuff. Have not seen anyone. Uh, uh, bugging, look like they're hoarding, kids at home, working from home, stuff like that. I think it depends. Uh, it, de- it really depends where you are, right? And uh, I, I would, you know, I would assume that this, like, cities would be worse than other places. James Miller says England is keeping business open and is basically going to continue as usual because what, uh, you know, I mean, you. this is not sustainable to keep people on panic mode for a long time. Human beings don't function like that. I'm not a psychologist, but you know they don't yeah. function like this. Um, uh, some of them are complaining because they had to go get their guns, and they found out they had a 10-day waiting list. And some <laughs> of them found out if you buy a gun online, they won't ship it to your house. See, so here's what you here's what you need to do. If um, there's any uh, super liberal people who don't believe in the Second Amendment. Start come come to you as a gun guy and complain about waiting periods and all that. Tell them all they need to do to override that is to print out the Second Amendment, take it back to the store. That's what you need to tell them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I did I did read an article, um, or not an article, but I read the headline where they're saying that all the anti-gunners. They're actually mm-hmm. the ones that's running and getting the fi- buying yeah. firearms yeah. Yeah. and uh, ammunition, but they're also even surprised on the wait time. Like they thought it would just come to their house. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Uh, I thought you could just part, go up on Facebook. Right you could there. just go up on Facebook and press some buttons and it beams into your house because you know gun show loophole. What happened to that? <laughs> you know, what? I'm oh, going to yeah. stand in front of my gun store with a 3D printer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Judd Miller says, my wife is an RN and I'm a lineman for the local power company, so we both have to work no matter what happens. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
and and like I said before, now we okay. So there was a, a earthquake in Utah. I saw nothing fancy uh, tweeting about this. So there are some places and some stuff like that's happening. But for the most part, there's nothing going on around America. Nobody's you know no one's panicking. Hey, the kids were out partying on the beaches, but I think uh, someone shut down the beaches here in Florida. Why? I don't know. That was, that was the, just on the news that they went in and they were closing the beaches and the bars the kid, down there because all the spring break kids. Yeah, but let the kids party, man. Yeah. Oh, no, they're the carriers. They're the ones that's carrying it all. They're going to get the blame for everything. Yeah. A lot of people are mad at the kids, but here's my thing. Um, you, you know what kind of diseases these kids have already? <laughs> I mean, come on <laughs> now. Penicillin won't fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Just let them party, okay? This is my thing. I know, like, a lot of people in the gun community don't agree with that. My opinion is let the kids party if that's what... My kids personally don't party. They're nerds. So, you know, my kids aren't out yeah, there Yeah, my partying. kids are... Yeah. Yeah. Huh? They're, uh, they're indoors. Um, no school. They're happy about that, but... They have this continuity education thing going on. So um, I didn't want to get them the laptop because they have their own laptop. But mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, a lot more functional for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm aware. Look at, look at it this way. If there's no school and they're online doing school, if they're in the 11th grade now or the 8th grade now, by the end of the summer, they'll graduate high school. Mm. Not um, enough to do. Yeah. Yeah. First, look. Let me let me say this yeah, about the school yeah, system. I don't I don't know what what you guys think about the school system, but in America we should revamp the whole school system. This is my personal opinion. This might be the opportunity in America for us to revamp the entire school system. Seriously, you know. Agreed. We really we this is one of the things that we really really need to do. And actually, we have an opportunity here to revamp a lot of things. Okay, movie industry. Right. That's something I follow very closely. You know, I consider myself a bit of a filmmaker, you know, movie. I'm, I a, too. I'm I a horrible movie aficionado. I love horrible movies. But here's the thing. So all these movies are getting canceled and stuff like that. And then there's and then they're worried about even the movies that are coming out in the movie theaters, because obviously we won't have people in the movie theaters. So these are coming straight to video on demand. Right. They're coming straight to iTunes, etc. Um, excuse me. Let's just do this from now on, please. <laughs> You know, I only want to go to the mo to the actual movies on special occasions, if ever or at all. You know. Well, there. Yeah, man. The treat the the concession stand is atrocious, man. The yeah. prices on that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can oh, save I can yeah. save money by if I pay twenty bucks for a movie. It's it's easier for me to do that at home. Uh, go ahead, Richard. Yeah, no, my wife and I will donate blood and we'll each get two free tickets and we won't use them in six months. And then you go to the theater and you spend 40 bucks in popcorn and sodas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know if I'm the cheapest person on the planet, but that's that's a stink load of money. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money to go to the movies. I hope they just redo this. Listen, people can still go to the movies. Thank you, you love. Have, you can have very you can have those very nice uh, movie theaters that you can sit down and eat and. All of that kind of stuff. But you can redo this. Same thing with schools. We can redo the school system, man, and make this better. One of the things I think is, one, take the opportunity, make the school safer. Kids don't actually – now, some, some, some of us parents want to send our kids off to school just so we don't see their faces for a little while and we actually miss them. Um, but, you know, we can, we can revamp how we do all of this. 
and, and change the way education works and use these schools better, make them safer and all that kind of stuff. I, I think the school should really be for sports, activities, uh, arts, music, stuff like that. And a lot of the other things can be learned at home. And the stupid, the stupid testing nonsense that we're doing, that should just stop anyway because I don't know what I the mean, point of that is. And, you know, other countries, they have said that, you know, one of the most dangerous times in a child's life is like maybe like middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and it holds no purpose for them to be going to school around that time because, you know, you have the influences, you have bullies, you have, you know, it's better that they stay home and they're with family and they, you know, they learn, you know, how to take care of home and, uh, you know, maybe hunt or fish or so things that they've taken out of schools. I remember when my, my sister was going to school, there was home, what they call home ec, home mm -hmm. economics. Yeah. Like where, oh, yeah. You, know, you learned how to cook. Yeah. Oh, wow. Iron, you know, yeah. things like mm -hmm. that. So to sew, um, to make stuff. Yeah. Right. And um, I actually posted something in my stories on Instagram. This might be like the renaissance period of our generation because everybody's home with family. You know what I mean? Um, you know, now it's time for you to, you know, fix that car that you was working on or, you know, garden, pick up the, the, the hobby that you was looking for, mm -hmm. you know, looking to start yeah. um, earlier on. But yeah. because you have to work. Yeah. I, and, and, here, and, and my thing is, I'm not saying that kids should not go to school. I think they absolutely should for socialization. Right. You can have parties there. All that kind of stuff, depending on the grade level or whatever, you, you, you could have supervision, parents could go or whatever it is, sports um, and other activities, arts, all that kind of stuff. Um, like Ronald's saying, you know, you can if we don't start, first of all, I think the colleges are in, for the most part BS and both my kids are in college. Colleges are BS. This is what oh, I think. Yeah. So in school, we should be teaching kids how to think about what they're going to do, because even if you get these expensive degrees, there's not going to be a lot of jobs for you. If you, you know, you're going to have to start thinking of alternatives and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things we have here in America is creativity. You know, let's teach kids how to use their creativity and all that. I'm saying all of this, but in two weeks, I'm telling you, everything's just going to bounce back to, to the craziness. And no one's going to take this opportunity to really help and fix things and for us to move into the future. Well, yeah. I'll they tell need you to what teach I'm people wondering. how to read tape rollers. Go ahead, sorry, Richard. Yeah, teach, uh, well, teach people how to read what? Um, type tape in? measure. A tape, a tape measure. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yeah. just yeah. kind of leveraging off that. Two uh -huh. things, like three things: tape measure, a slide rule. You know, and a, a sophisticated slide rule in an analog clock, and that gives mm -hmm. people a whole new idea of how things work. Mm -hmm. And a checkbook. But, yeah, yeah, well, that, that's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I gave Learn like about your finances. Learn about the stock market. Things like that. Come on. Yeah, yeah right now is time to buy. knows how to spend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this is a great opportunity, but I really think that we're not going to take advantage of that. But I'm telling you, in, in the future, we're going to look back at this moment in America. And other countries might actually take advantage of this and go way past America in the next 20 years. There's other countries out there that might look at this and go, wait a second, we have a really awesome opportunity. I think one of the problems with America is the freaking teachers unions 
And, I, and I'm telling you, I come from a family of teachers. My mother was a teacher. She's not with us anymore. My father was a teacher. He's retired. My younger brother is a teacher. This, we're a family of teachers, right? But the teachers union in America is one of the worst freaking unions <laughs> that exists in America, in my opinion. So, so yep. the interesting thing that may happen is they announced that uh, – Trump announced today that he's making all of these uh, malaria drugs available mm. that in one study have been said to have a 100 percent success rate with mm. corona, curing it in six days. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, the stock market, everything is going to bounce high like you would not believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. High. And hey, everybody's complaining about the stock market right now. There's mm -hmm. winners and there's losers no matter what happens with the stock market, no matter mm -hmm. what. If it's down to 19,000 and it's back where it was before Trump became president and he took it like this far from being 30 and then it's way down and he gets real. Well, he's going to get reelected. Can you imagine what it's going to be above at the end of his four years? If you invest 50,000, if you've got it, if you got money, invest it because it's going to be 30 fold by the time he becomes at the end of his four years. It's going to be huge yeah you can well, invest early yeah what were you trying to say ronald go ahead no yeah, uh, by the way ronald these are talkers yeah. right here man these like we all <laughs> know each other we you got to jump in here don't no, don't, no one no I one's gonna get no no no, be rude. no no you're not being rude at all time i'm just trying to tell ronald you know we're not gonna be offended you can jump in that's what we do no, <laughs> we're, we're all used to talking I'm, so I'm listening, and, and, you know, one of the things that you, you mentioned about, you know, the, the teachers' union, but more so even, like, you know, the politicians, like, mm -hmm. you know, you know dealing with this book, Erica's Big Day, you know, um, I'm working with a partner of mine, uh, Kevin, um, Heavy Metal Lifestyle 223. Mm -hmm. um, he was with me at uh, SHOT Show, and um, we talked about that, like, the politician element. And we don't want politicians a part of this at all because they muddle things up. Washing, the way things change is at the home level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We yeah. can't rely yeah. on Washington to do any of the things that we're talking about today. You know, and the fact that we do, we are home and we are spending time with our children. That's where we get the reading time in Erica's Big Day. This is where we teach our children how to interact with with their world, their environment, you know, things that we we experienced when we were younger. Yeah, uh, it's a great opportunity to do that. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. You know, so. It's a great opportunity to reconnect with your kids. I was thinking about it today. Break out the freaking board games, people. Break them out, man. Break <laughs> them out. Play some board games with your kids. Your electricity is on like I, so usually in my house we don't do all that unless we're out of electricity or whatever. But this is a good opportunity. You got electricity, you got AC and whatever, you got everything's good. Break out some board games, reconnect with your kids, you know? Monopoly, right. awesome. I, I personally know how to beat my kids at Monopoly. Good. Just sit down to get to know your kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And teach this is it's a good time to talk to them and um you're you're right, man. Yeah, absolutely. I wish we could take politicians out of the equation altogether. You know, wouldn't that be awesome if the like there's the virus selectively got rid of all politicians? I don't like I don't like the ones on the left, <laughs> the ones on the right. 
I don't like none of that. I'll tell you what the problem is. I think it's going to... Go ahead, Richard. Sorry. They're they're throwing all sorts of pork in these damn bills. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The Republicans don't want to check the Democrats because they're doing the same crap. Yeah, exactly. Think about all the companies. And I know people... I know people... um, I know people are already, like, you know, ringing the alarm bells about this. How much do you and – I, and I was watching uh, the press conference with Trump today. You know these companies are trying to get bailed out. This company is oh, trying man. to get bailed out. You know – there's no way in hell. There's you no saw way. the uh, cruise liners donating all their beds, right? That's because the cruise liner is about ready to take a big dump, and they ain't going to make their bills. So what better way to – Hey, take my ships. It's got thousands of rooms on them. Use them and get that government contract to pay for your boat. Yeah, I wish we could. I wish we could really think about this properly before we make that same mistake we made back in what was it, two thousand eight? Let's not let's not go that route, man. Uh, the cruise ship industry—they're already suffering from that um, that other thing they've been hit with. They get hit. You hear that in the news like every two weeks yeah what is the virus that was going around on the cruise ship uh what was that um was that h1 no not h1 it's like this stomach flu thing yeah right disease something was going around on cruise ships i have never been on a cruise ship i've never been i don't like i don't like cruise ships yeah. And I love the idea of a cruise because I, I could just go scuba diving at all sorts of different places. No. I'd be I'm fantastic. scared Lola's going to push me overboard. Uh-uh. No. Uh, <laughs> that's, it's too easy. It's too easy. I don't do anything that Lola can easily, like, oh, take a look at that. And then just, no uh, way. The nor- no, I'm not giving virus. her that chance. Huh? Norovirus. That's what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I look at the cruises. I just think they're just a giant Petri dish. That's... Yeah, I don't want to. They've had problems on cruise liners for years with people getting sick and stuff. It that's yeah. not new with them. Right. Or you know they right. have an engine breakdown and then you're like out to sea for twelve days, getting towed back by a tugboat at a mile an hour. Yeah. I, I don't think that. Uh, I think we really. I, I just. I don't think it's going to happen. To be honest with you, because right now. This is a great opportunity, like you guys said, for all sides to try to be nice to Trump, be nice to everyone. Hey, because we could get we could get all kinds of money here that people won't know about. Um, I think that it's better to help the folks out there than to first than to help companies. I'm not saying none of the companies should be helped, but come on, we can't keep like we we just went through that that we bailed out a bunch of car companies, you know the this but bailed out a bunch of banks. Who did that actually help? Yeah, we bailed out all these people, and they're still there, but it didn't actually help people. We still got a lot of people out there that lost their homes and suffering and and went into debt and all kinds of things that they can't climb out of. So I don't know if that makes any kind of sense. It's a great opportunity to do things a little bit better if we take that opportunity. But ultimately, the government will always choose to control us. If – and – you know, with the airline industry, I think these companies can make their money back if you have great deals and a good customer service. They are crappy, man, towards customers, man. Yeah. But if you have great deals, people are going to come. And great customer service, you're going to have returning customers' yeah. loyalty. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and they can yeah. make that money back. If, if they if they do it better, but they won't do it better. I hate planes. I don't. I'm not afraid of flying. I've been flying literally since I was five years old. But I hate planes. 
Yeah, okay? I like getting I'm, on a plane. I mean, if you have your own personal jet or whatever, that's also for you. Also for you. I see Richard is smirking right now. Richard, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Don't even, don't even don't even start, Richard. Don't even start. Okay, your last plane, you crashed. Last time you got yeah. a, you got a plane, you crashed it. Definitely not getting on a plane with you either. Oh yeah, you will. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. That's way it's too like easy. Table truck, and we'll take you flying. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. But uh, you know, I, I think that um, you know, planes are terrible. They're, it's terrible for people, right? It's a source of problems. Same thing with the cruise ships. They're massive. It would be nicer if they were smaller. But there's these super massive cities floating around, disasters waiting to happen. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to go out of our way to save any of those. Well, um, with, with you saying that, Hank, with, with everybody that's now, when they, when they first proposed all this doctor telecom stuff, it was a joke. And mm-hmm. now it's, oh, virtual doctor, virtual doctor, do this, do that. And mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, a lot of people are working from home. People are going to realize, you know what? I can work in the Bahamas and work mm-hmm. remotely and keep my job. I don't have to stay in Ohio in 12 inches of snow. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to this is going to set a new whole precedence for the American work. You yeah, know, let a lot more let a lot more folks work from home, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. Okay, let's say I'm a business owner. I've got a 30 store building that mm-hmm. I have to pay, insure, heat maintain security and all this other stuff mm-hmm. you know what if i can get half my workforce to work remotely mm-hmm. i can save x amount of dollars a year you mm-hmm. know what all we need the training center and a mini hub of just managers everybody else can work remotely yeah and is everyone throwing company? up their knives now i'm sorry everyone's throwing up their knives oh Ron- my god ronald's throwing up we, just no guns guys do, no no guns but you can throw up are knife. we allowed to do knives yeah you can throw up a knife that's fine we know okay this is where we find out exactly how many tyvin has um you know what one of the things i do hope that we um that we take this opportunity to change um i'm gonna sound like trump right now (laughs) can we start making stuff in america again please please Uh, people make make stuff in america damn it (laughs) yeah but they got it. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew I knew Tyvin was going there. All uh, right, now yeah. you guys see this one, okay? This is an authentic sword. Mm-hmm. It's a katana. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sharp blade. Hold brother. on, let me, go, let me go full screen on you. Um, all right, go ahead. I have a. Oh, oh, man, that's cutting into my finger. Oh. Listen, we just got you back out of the hospital. Can you please? Yeah. Don't? <laughs> All right. This is a brother and sister set. Nice. That I got. One I got from my grandfather. He was a black belt, and the other one I got from my dad. But yeah. I love, I, I love swords, and I love playing with them. Let's see if you guys can see the edge. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, those are cool. Those are very cool. Uh, let me um, look, look, look at that. That was when I had it on my hand. Oh, okay. That was just the weight of it. Yeah. So let, let me um, let me do this here. Razor JB gave us a couple bucks here. He says for the strange TP fund. Thank you, Razor JB. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll totally go. It'll totally go to uh, guns. So. 
TP guns, TP guns. I saw that. Um, <laughs> I saw the Franklin Armory guys were selling TP. Like they were, did you guys see that? They were selling a uh, a binary trigger wrapped in TP. You guys didn't see this? Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I got one more for you, Hank. Okay, let's see. What is it? This is my great 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 uncle's sword that he had in the Civil War. Oh wow. Oh man, I somehow oh, I lost my relative Civil War sword. Yeah. How did you how did you wind up losing uh, a family uh, heirloom like that, there, Richard Hughes? I think somebody came by and visited and walked out with it. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's how it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks for letting me yeah. share. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. Um like I said, we were I was talking about we need to actually make stuff in America. Please, please, please. There's Tons of factories all over this in Florida, from from Florida all the way to California. There's a ton of factories that no one's making anything. No one's even using those, occupying those factories. Let's make some stuff in America, please, and especially the had, medical stuff. Let's let, let's can we make our uh, medical uh, stuff here? Uh, they <laughs> yeah. actually had that on the news where the politicians are now crying because there's so much industry over, overseas, and now we're dependent on China for all these. Necessity medical gear mm-hmm. uh, that they want to start having stuff back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the ships, they they got one of the medical ships on the East Coast and they got one of the other medical ships on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And it 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 comes back to the wartime things. We have to have the automotive to build tanks and vehicles. We got to have the airline industry so we can fly. The ships is what covers the Navy. The basic stuff, yeah, I would say, yeah, you're probably going to have to subsidize some of it just mm-hmm. to, for national security purposes or whatever. But to go and save mom and pop's shrimp boat, you know, you got to draw a line somewhere. Not being rude or trying to put that person below or above another group. Right. But, but if we want cheap good, if we want cheap goods, we can have cheap goods. But things that we need, and that especially if we're making a list in a thing like this. And China's like, oh, by the way, we're not sending this stuff to you guys. Let's not do that anymore. Let's make our own stuff like that. And when we feel like it, we'll buy stuff from them. And if we don't feel like it, we won't buy anything from them. So uh, Did you know, like, Lola would know this uh, answer exactly. Mm-hmm. I was told that, like, 80% of all of our drugs come from China. I don't know. I would have to check on Lola. What are you going to say, Ronald? A few years ago, um, I was just watching, you know, CNN and... Um, you know, they had a lot. The U.S. government had a lawsuit against China because China had cloned uh, some uh, some chips that they put into our military equipment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you outsource <laughs> our countries? How do you let them get their hands on it? <laughs> and I was like, who got paid for this? Why did you allow this? Because yeah. we're talking about they could put a back door into those things and disable our equipment or they already spy yeah. on us. This is the whole thing with the uh, what you call it phones. What's the name of those phones again? I forgot. the Smartphones. 5G. No, the uh, yeah, the what? Hawaii or so. Yeah. Huawei. Huawei. The whole Huawei. problem with the Huawei phones. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do you know where all your old cell phones go. Where do they go? 
South America. They refurbish them and they put they send them all down into South America and build their networks and stuff down there because they're like ten years, twelve years behind us. Okay. So when you turn in your mm-hmm. cell phone and stuff, mm-hmm. they go through and refurbish them, and then they're all sent down into South America mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other parts. But you know they're trying to bring that society up and you know build networks and stuff down there to make money. Just yeah. it's a business. Yeah, John Doe yeah. says no tax on business would bring most back. I think I agree with that. You know, what was it? No tax. That's no tax problem. on businesses will bring most businesses back. I'm worried about Trump giving everybody a thousand dollars because if he does something like that, then that's the gateway drug to universal basic income. Right. Because people want, and, and there's already people that think that this thousand dollars that they're talking about it's from now on for every month. I saw Joe Rogan talking about that. No, dude, this is not. This is not what they're talking about. Yeah. It's two checks as of right now. It's thirteen hundred dollars per person, five hundred dollars per kid, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be March. Oh, somewhere at the end of March, and then I think one March more check April. at the end. Of but if we yeah. if we did that every month, like the universal, um, uh, universal eighty thousand dollars. Well, here's the problem. So here's the problem with that. We immediately devalue money. Because where yep. are we getting it from? We're just printing it. It's imaginary. It. It's imaginary. It. Yeah. So, it's already with devalued. With that being said, should you buy uh, dividends and government stocks, government bonds? Because if it's right now at 20000 what's the interest rate on that? And then what's it going to be worth? Because we're going to go in debt trillions of dollars. They've Ooh. got to get that money back. So if you're a guy that's 45 years old, you buy $5,000 worth of government bonds, what's it going to be when you're 75, 80? Because the, yeah. they're going to raise the age limit. We for can't retiring. do, uh, in my opinion, we can't do universal basic income. So, right. And to be honest with you, look, I'm not going to, everyone out there, if you know, you get your Trump money, do whatever you want to do with your Trump money. I'm right. not, I got my Trump a, money. Yeah, okay. I know you, yeah. By the so, way, that's fake really money. Sh- that's fake money that, that <laughs> time of the show in there. Don't try to roll up on him. But, okay. yeah, I mean, I, they should I do an income tax cut. Just, you know, you make a grand a week, two grand a week, three grand a week, you get the whole damn thing. But the problem mm-hmm. is, if they do that, we're going to know how bad they're cheating us. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is another opportunity. Flat tax. Flat tax, yep. please. Do you know yeah. what the interest rate, interest rate is right now if you refinance your house? Um, I'm not sure what the – I know interest rates for people are up high, but for banks on money, it's low. So you hey, tell, hey, tell me what it is. Take, take a guess of what it is for a 30-year fixed mortgage right now. Uh, tell is me it, like, is it Two point nine nine percent on okay. a thirty-year fixed. Okay, that's low, right? Yeah, yeah that's low. Yeah, it's but on credit cards, on credit cards, eighty thousand dollars in thirty years. Right, on credit cards, the average interest though is like twenty something percent. I think twenty-one yeah. or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-four. It's twenty-four. Yeah, so you know, you can see what's going on there. I think there's, I think there's a lot of sensible. See, we're talking about all kinds of sensible things. These guys don't. They're not doing anything sensible. So, and this is why I worry about that. Like, I really do. The one thing I will tell you, they are planning on bailing out a bunch of companies. Um, they do have. Um, I was looking. They do have uh, the small business association. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're giving loans, zero mm-hmm. percent uh, interest rate. 
But mm-hmm. after that year, uh, it's going to be a standard 12%. So if people are not watching. Yeah. Yeah. That, that can help, you know? Yeah. Now, just yeah. to flip this the other way around, what would you guys do with your Trump money? What would you do Man, with your Trump money? Just, go, ahead, go ahead. You guys go first. I'll go last. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. We'll go, go I'll, with Ronald I'll first. Be, uh, <laughs> the, the TP9 Canic Elite Combat. <laughs> you're getting the did most you? maxed out canic you could get your hands on <laughs> you still have money left over that thing's not that expensive <laughs> you still have $900 left over yeah yeah you can put, yeah, you can put a, yeah exactly you can put a, some kind of aim point or something on that bad boy for that okay what about you Richard Hughes um, I'll tell my wife I'm buying a Ruger 5.7 because okay. she doesn't know Oh, I see. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with it, to be honest with you. Give it to Lola. She's good to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's, it'll probably be all. If I, I don't know. I would try to, uh, to be honest. Okay. Let me, let me put it this way. If it's Trump money, I'm trying to do something that I could forever remember that was my Trump money. You know, that's what I would yeah, I'm gonna it's I know something I could engrave and go. This was my Trump money, son. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a yeet cannon and gold plate it, <laughs> and then no, and then engrave Trump money on it. <laughs> no, butt implants and a tramp stamp. No. Damn, that's a ponder on that one. No, 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 Tyvin. Don't think about it. No. What would you do, Tyvin? <laughs> now, first, just for the audience. Just this is a great opportunity to put a nice down payment on a safety harbor firearm fifty cal. Uh-huh. But with that, but with that being said, I'm just keeping your options open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But let's say the crap really hits the fan. I'm buying cigarettes and ammo. <laughs> okay, cigarettes. I, cigarettes are more. You should already have all of that. Than ammo. Yeah. Hey, you get a smoker and he's out of cigarettes. He'll give you whatever gun he's got for that carton of cigarettes, so you're going to quadruple your money. Now, this is well, a good— this you've is, got the ammo for it, too, yeah. so what else are you going to get from him yeah. for now the this, ammo? This is a good point, because I was actually—and I think I was in a Dollar General or something like that the other day, right? And there was a lady getting a carton of cigarettes, right? So I don't know anything about this. I've, I've never smoked. Uh, I think I smoked, okay. a, smoked a cigar like last year or something. Anyway, she was getting just like a regular carton of cigarettes, however big that is, and it was like eighty bucks. Is that a thing? Is that how that is? Oh, or cigarettes expensive a, like that? If it's the uh, or maybe she was getting more than one, and I didn't realize that. But I know the the person was like eighty bucks. I was like, whoa! That is if no she cigarette. was buying a carton or buying ten packs, that would be mm. about eighty bucks. Oh, okay. Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe up that's what she's Up in New York, doing. Manchester, New Hampshire, up in that area. It's like when did cigarettes get expensive like that? Oh, here's the good Taxing Depends on what state you get. I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. So I buy my cigarettes here in Ohio. It's about 40 bucks a carton. If I go down to the Carolinas, yeah, mm-hmm. no, they, they tax you on the Internet now. You can't do that. So, But if you go down in the Carolinas and you buy cigarettes, it's about 30 35 you go up in the northeastern part of the United States, you're looking mm-hmm. at $200 a carton. 
If you're on the New York Turnpike, you might as well just smoke some ganja, man. What's the point? What's the, what is the dude? You might. The, it's forty-five dollars a pack. Wow. What? <laughs> what the hell? Forty-five dollars. That's I run a lot across I eighty and I ninety up there. I run that yeah. turnpike a lot. And when if we let if we let them do it, they will do that to they will do that to guns and ammo if we let them do it. Yeah. yeah. When you pay twenty dollars for a number one at McDonald's. Or you get a Big Mac meal on the turnpike upper. It's a Big Mac, you know, frying a Coke, and it cost you twenty dollars. It yeah. went up. Yeah, uh, the yeah. range like says say, you spent twenty dollars at Taco Bell. You could feed your family, that family, that family, and that family over there. You can't um, do that. In yeah. Also, all of those families will be in the bathroom blowing it up. That's why you always get the steak. Don't ever get the beef. If you get the steak, you're good to go. Hey, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah, I'm a truck driver. Yeah, Tom is everywhere. a professional. He's a professional here. Uh, the range says, uh, Tyvin Show, where are you going to buy ammo, bro? Everyone's out. So there you go. Um, yeah. I'm a truck driver. Yeah. I know yeah. where to go. This, yeah. Um, yeah, everyone, the ammo's kind of getting short out there, man. Ammo's trying it's to, worse than the twenty two shortage we had a few years back. It's just not twenty twos. It's yeah. everything. People are just buying ammo because it's on the shelf, hoping that they could barter with that ammo to get whatever they need. Yeah. One of the things that people people now understand how important it is your 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 Gucci, your Prada, your you know all these these things that you invest in your Jordans, you can't trade mm -hmm. them for toilet paper. Mm -hmm. You can't. I dare you to try. Mm -hmm. I dare you to Precious try. Metal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Let me. Let yeah, me give I you don't. Uh, I'm not into yeah. any of those kinds of things. Like I, there's stuff I'm into, right? Everyone has stuff they're into. What right. I'm into has nothing to do with designer clothes or anything like that. Matchbox yeah. cars. I'm in, yeah, I'm into. Let, let me see. Buy most expensive things: cars, guns. Uh, so watches, I guess I'm into uh, tech. You know, you got toys. a cache of Hot Wheels there. Yes, buying a lot of Hot Wheels, but those are cheap. Those are a dollar. So, or yeah, sometimes cheaper than that. So, and yeah, and, and then Lola likes food. that because that's that's better than me. Lola mm -hmm. likes that. It's better than me buying car like actual cars. She's trying to she's trying to let you know let me get it out of my system. But uh, yeah, but those are cheap. Those are pretty cheap. So hey, real, real quick, mm -hmm. real quick tip. Everybody's doing this toilet thing, toilet paper thing. Mm -hmm. In all actual reality, let's say you run short or you can't get some or you feel whatever. Mm -hmm. If you've got a bunch of old T-shirts, it's no different than when you had your kid. They had those all cloth, top dollar. You We're going to be walking around things. with T-shirt pampers? <laughs> Just get your old T-shirts, <laughs> cut squares out, use them, rinse them, wash them, and recycle them. No, I'm gonna be oh, more efficient than that. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap that t-shirt sheet t-shirt up like a pamper, and I'm just gonna load it up and then throw it out. That's how you gotta roll. <laughs> Did you see the go little game. meme that's going go, around? The go guy's a hunter and he's hunting squirrels. The guy's hunting squirrels and he gets the squirrel to come over to him real cat quick, and he catches the squirrel and then <laughs> wipes and throws the squirrel. <laughs> you guys have seen that one? We don't. Listen, we do, let me explain this to people. We don't actually have a shortage of anything unless you guys make a shortage. There's exactly. not actually a shortage. What is there a shortage of in America right now? Guns and ammo. But, but that's only because we're making it that way. You can't find toilet paper in the stores because people are making it that way. It's insane. 
You know, people well, are buying all this stuff. And, and, and let me say this again. I said this yesterday. For anyone who's listening to this, that you're not a gun person, you're just jumping into this now because everyone else is panicking buying guns, so maybe you're looking at gun stuff on YouTube. Um, when you buy guns and ammo, you cannot return it. You walk out of that store, that thing is yours. What's that? Yep. What's What are you trying to show us, Rich? If you don't say something, I don't know what you're trying So you oh. go into a public place with a screwdriver and a drill. Oh, and you take their toilet paper? <laughs> oh, that's not even right. <laughs> that's not even right. Well, here, here's a little bit of a difference, though. Don't, leave, don't or- leave another dude out there that goes to use that bathroom and there's no toilet paper in there, man. And then the dude yeah. has to use his shirt like Tyvin is saying. That's just shameful. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. One, I think one good thing that, that's really going on right now, you know, yeah, everybody's hoarding all these, you know, products or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think more people are starting to become very conscious aware of your gun rights were restricted. And now that it's time, you're you're late by years, mm-hmm. but you're purchasing a gun and I think that's going to be the next revolution in, in American society is everybody's going to say, look, you know, our rights were infringed and it's time to put a stop to it. I think it's going to be a big eye opener. I don't think you're going to have like a civil war cities turning on cities, fighting over toilet paper or, you know, anything like that. But I think more people is going to be more reasonable. Yeah. People are definitely they're definitely realizing that they can't depend it's on an the issue. government. Well, that the issue here is that they're realizing you can't depend on the government. Exactly. Also, if, like yeah. just like this. Let's say let's say in another week mm-hmm. the government shuts down for two weeks. You're gonna have a couple robberies here and there. People's gonna struggle. But what's really keeping America sane right now is mm-hmm. because everybody owns guns. Well majority U.S. Americans own guns. Over in Italy and all that stuff, people are scared to go outside because they don't know what's out there. You know, in America, every household majority has Mm -hmm. guns. You're not going to see the Rambo devastation, tanks driving down the road. You're not going to see that because everybody already has that mentality. Hey, we're a gun society. You break into my house, I'm going to shoot you, period. And that's Point blank, it. So I think. Yeah, and I don't think I don't even think we're I don't even think we're going in that direction, Ronald. What did you no, want to say? Not at all. Yeah. Well, um, also on top of that, everybody is realizing, and they they should begin to realize that your rights are my rights is mm-hmm. that person's mm-hmm. rights. You know, yep. you hear a lot of people complaining about Facebook's treatment. And everything, but when we were crying out and mm-hmm. saying this about YouTube, Instagram, and, hey, yeah. they're hitting Second yeah. Amendment channels, they're taking us down, you know, they're demonetizing. Nobody, Nobody cares. Yeah. But then when the uh, FCC comes in and says, hey, we're taking all your children's content down, everybody's up in an in, in uproar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they've been hitting our free speech, when which in actuality they hitting your your free speech too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't even post anything now because you got the fat checking bots, you know, taking everything down. Mm-hmm. You know, right. now everybody's, you know, upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And, and one thing really of it is, is you're legal by doing it. You are 
pushing forth our rights for people to be knowledgeable about our rights. But heaven forbid, if I make fun of that transgender dude over there, all the the earth is falling. But now that it's happening to them, I think people are starting to realize you can't do that. The funny thing about it is that anybody who's pushing, uh, you know, safety and education about firearms, they're the ones that are getting ripped down. But you see all the carelessness online. I, I've gotten uh, ads pop up on my feed with people pointing guns at themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In music videos, you know, but I can't even post a smiley. I can't even post a picture of me smiling because they got me flagged. Yeah. So with what no kind of, firearms in Yeah, it. so describe to us if you can, Ronald, um in in you know, your efforts to promote Erica's big day, what have you come across exactly? How long have you how long has the book been out and what's been the process for you and what platforms, you know, how have those places hit you up? Um well, the book's been out for 3 months. I dropped it um during Shot Show. Mm-hmm. Uh that's when we premiered it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of my promotion has just been on, you know, just, you know, the social media platforms like uh, Instagram and Facebook, but just on the normal feeds. I don't do the ads anymore because I can't. I I get shot down automatically. And it's very frustrating because I want to save lives. You know, I'm doing it to educate people. I think that it's a great product for uh, all homes across America. Mm-hmm. Especially when we talk about inner city youth and them being greatly impacted by those things. They actually have a, you know, a character that looks like them that's saying, hey, you know what, let's be safe around firearms. And then also, if we are going to have firearms or, or learn more about firearms, we're going to do it in a safe environment like the range. Yeah, I oh, think I think they would I'm rather I think they would us. I think they would rather yeah. have uh, people that look like us uh, out there doing crazy things and then blaming it on the gun than have people be educated. That's you know that's my opinion on really why they're doing that, right? You know, at the end of the day, they need they need more reasons to say, hey, you know, these look look at this. This is all because of the gun. We got to ban these things more instead of saying, you know what, we need to educate kids out there in order to save their lives a lot of these things are going to come into the path of kids from people who one don't know and two people who aren't doing legal things to get their hands on them anyway i mean we we do see cases where like police officers even their kids are getting their hands on their guns and, and all that kind of stuff but for the most part there's a lot of um you know safety that that or lack of safety because of you know, people not doing it the right way. Okay, you're showing us something from the book. Uh, tell us what you were looking at here. Okay, so here, Erica, she's uh, having her favorite meal, spaghetti and meatballs her dad made for her. And she's imagining when she's older, she'll be able to go to the range and learn more about firearms, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So her dad is there behind her, helping her and teaching her the fundamentals of safety, mm-hmm. you know? So that's the next step in learning, mm-hmm. you know, when they get a little bit older. Now you learn about the finger off the trigger, point in a safe direction, no ammo in the firearm until you're ready to shoot. 
you know, learn, know what's your target and what's beyond your target, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so most definitely this is what we're promoting. And, you know, this is just only the beginning. Uh, there's other things that surround this issue about firearms. When you talk about the school mass shootings, let's create content that's going to help talk about, you know, and the anti-bullying, you know, let's talk about self-esteem. Let's, let's help build our, our, these generations, our children up to be strong individuals and learn how to deal with these things, mm -hmm. you know, because everything goes back around to the firearm, yeah. you know. Yeah. These days. Yeah. I don't think everyone needs this because I don't want to say that everyone's in this position. I think there are people who go to great lengths to parent their kids. But we need some videos for those people who don't have any clue on how to parent their kids. Have you ever considered doing so, that? Doing like a a short version, not the whole, read the whole book, mm -hmm. but make a small video of you reading the book for your, your platform, Ronald? Absolutely. Give like a taste. Absolutely. We're um we're working on some animation. So we're going to take like elements of the book and we're going to turn it into, you know, the you know, the graphics and stuff like that. So it, it hits quicker. And, you know, because some people are visual, some people are, you know, audible, you know, children. So everybody learns differently. So we want to include everybody into that. OK, let's uh, if you go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Rich. Yeah. All right. So the book looks great. I mean, the artwork looks really nice. It looks really professionally done. I'm guessing you had to pay to have the book printed and you got boxes of them. What did that cost you? Um, it cost me a lot, man. I mean, I hadn't really um, added up the price, you know, or the cost. It's just something that I'm passionate about. And I was like, I, I'm going to get it done, you know. So it's um, not about but, profit. It's about mission. No, it's it's not really about profit. I mean, wow. that would be nice, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but it's just a passion of mine just to um, – and uh, Kevin from Heavy Metal Lifestyle 223 just to educate. If the profit comes later on, it comes later on. Yeah, you know but listen, I mean? you but, should feel no guilt about making profit for creating something that's helpful and useful to people. So – I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that you are feeling guilt. There should be no guilt attached to that, though, because you took sure. your time. You developed this. You paid for it. You pub you self-published uh, this book. You have yeah. it out there. You're shipping it out to people. You know, I mean, that's all time that's burning up that you could go work an extra job or do something else. Absolutely. There should be no there should be zero guilt about making some money. I hope you do make a lot of money. Off absolutely. Of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as of right now, um, everything's on the up and up. There's, um, you know, we're, we're recuperating what we've, um, we've put in. Uh, so I'm, I'm about to reorder. Um, good deal. Yeah, well, hey, much respect for taking the initiative to do that. Another, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on. Can you say that again? Because I think you broke up and then we'll let Richard ask a question and then, and then Tyvin. So go ahead, Ronald. What was that last part you said? Yeah. Um, I, I ordered, um, I'm out 60. We sold over 60 and now we're, we're going to order some more and we're going to sell more. So we're pretty much almost sold out and, uh, we hope we get more, you know, orders in and we send them out across the country like we've been doing. Okay. Go ahead, Richard. What was your question? 
No, that, that was my question is, mm. you know, how much do you order at a time? And, uh, you know, I don't want to get into your, your private business. I, right. I hope the, is it 20 bucks a book you said? Yeah, it's 25. That's including uh, shipping and handling. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. shipping could be more than five bucks on. Oh, there's mm-hmm. book rate. You ship on book rate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. What was your question, Tyvin? I, I just wanted to say, commend you, taking the, the, the time and putting out things like that and trying to help the younger kids and and that speaks a lot to your to your individual you know that you're passionate and you've got creative and you did something Mm -hmm. you know i see a lot of the younger kids not doing anything so congratulations man and you've got my respect yeah, thank you. Absolutely, I, I second that. I second that. Um, if you guys have any questions for Ronald, if you have questions for Flying Rich or for the Tyvin Show, let us know. We'll get into some of those here. Uh, Tyvin, you we haven't seen you in a while. Now I know that you had some. You want to explain to folks exactly what happened to you and what's the status right now? Yeah, um, you guys notice I haven't been around doing like literally anything. Um, back in December, I had shoulder surgery done and I've been down for a few months and I literally haven't done anything. I haven't live streamed. I made a couple of videos here and there, whatever, just like on Instagram, but I've, I've been down. Um, I just found out today, um, I've got to schedule an MRI within the next two weeks. I'm looking at a possible second surgery. You got to tell them how it happened. It's a repetitive injury, right? Oh, <laughs> no, uh, no, no, uh, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, what? Well, yeah, what happened real to you? Quick, okay. Mm-hmm. Back, back in '03, I was in a motorcycle accident and I ripped my collarbone out of my shoulder. And years and years later, last October-ish, I was splitting wood, was going overhand, and I ended up ripping the rest of the tendons and the ligaments and everything that that holds your collarbone into your shoulder. And I actually went in and had that surgery done. So depending on what the, I got to have an MRI within the next two weeks. Um, depending what that says, mm-hmm. I'm looking at a second surgery. But with everything that's going on, they've suspended all surgeries unless it's life-threatening. Yeah, all elective so, surgeries they're asking people I don't know, to do. I don't know if you guys can see that or not. They cut me from my armpit clear up across the top of my shoulder right there. Wow. Okay. Wow. And, and in case you need naked pictures of Tyve, and I can send you my collection. Oh, no. No, that's <laughs> all right. We're good. We're good. Thanks. Hey, but no, uh, thanks. I, I have one more quick question for Ron regarding sure. his, his book mm-hmm. and everything. Um, you're the EDC guy. Did you implement that in your book with, you know, what, what, what would you consider a child's everyday EDC with everything that's going on to prep for something, let's say something happens or whatever. Okay, you've taught about the guns and the gun safety, mm-hmm. but are, is that like going to be book two, you know, of what a child should keep for EDC for, you know, home safety with their parents? Um, so so as far as uh, um, I didn't incorporate that, we wanted to make Erica and the EDC Guy Academy kids something different um, from that. Um, but I do and I have talked about certain things that parents can do for their children um, in height of, you know, the um, the school shootings and everything. There's a company called Hardwire and it's uh, ballistic paneling. 
And um, I actually, uh, I have it here. I put it. Is that uh, where they stick them in the backpacks and stuff? Right. So um, I got my children uh, inserts. So here. Okay. And this is from Hardwire. What does this cost? I don't know if we, okay. It looks like. I think. Uh, and this. You fr you're, you're freezing up there. Like, uh, 60. 60 bucks? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they they were about like seventy five or seventy bucks. Okay. So, um, and I gotta tell you, putting these into you know, putting these into their backpacks was like the realest thing that I I could ever do. You know, um, you get hit with reality. Like this is something. This is something real. You know, it's one thing to talk about it, but when you're taking the steps to put this into their backpacks, you know, that's an eye opener. Yeah, how to use it. Hey, yeah. take this backpack off. You know, show them how to use it. Okay, now you do it. Let me see you do it. Okay, this is what you're gonna do if you start hearing gunshots. You know what I'm saying? It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. So, what is um, that rated for? Uh, this um, this is actually rated for um, pistol caliber, shotgun, um, wow. not rifle. But um, I wanted the hard panel because I didn't like the idea of the, the soft paneling being able to flex or anything like that. I wanted them to be really secure behind there. Um, but I'm actually going to be doing a test on these uh, soon once the ranges start opening up again. And I'm actually be doing a giveaway of like uh, one of the panels. <laughs> Okay. Uh, where do people need to go to, to follow you to keep up with uh, that stuff? Um, so they can follow me on my um, on my Instagram page. That's where I do most of my stuff mm -hmm. at. Um, so it's the EDC guy 073 and they'll be able to find me. They'll see my little icon there, my caricature. Okay. That's awesome. So here, I'll, I'll uh, run this in from my phone. This is what this is what Ronald's uh, IG looks like the EDC guy, so you guys can go over there and check that out. He does have a post that he was coming over here, so everyone needs to go over there and like that post and comment. I'm gonna put thanks for coming on the show. Um, oh yeah, you know. But you all go over there if you have IG and uh, thank him for coming on the show and all that kind of stuff here. Uh, while we're on the subject of EDC, we'll start with Ronald. You are the EDC guy. What's your What's your typical EDC? Now, keep in mind, we're not showing any guns or anything like that here. But uh, what's your typical EDC when you're uh, tooling around Miami? Um, so I've, I'm comfortable with the Glock 19. I have my TLR uh, one light mounted on there. Mm -hmm. uh, I carry two magazines. I'm currently using uh, the Tier 1 uh, appendix carry holster. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I'm not carrying on me and i need to carry i'm carrying it in here or you know this is where i store okay cool. uh, i carry my uh, fox karambit here oh yeah very nice those are cool close up close up yeah close up please i used to have uh i used to have something like this uh from doug, that i got from doug marcada that he designed and i lost it i was so mad right yeah. Um, they they have collaborated together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love it. I think his is called the Dart. I think. Dart uh, kind. might be. Yeah. 
I was so mad, so very mad when I lost that. I'm like three I, minutes behind. I'm waiting for it to come up on the other uh, screen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, you've ha you have the, that's your knife. What else? Um, I do have my uh, pen. I like to carry a pen on me. This is my Uzi uh, pen here. Okay, very nice. Ooh, just as a, a backup. Close. To the back yeah, uh, so, okay, so is, is it just a pen or what is it? Uh, actually, so here it has a crown. They, they, they call this the DNA collector. Okay. And then in there, in the crown, you know, because I'm I am a prepper mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a ha a handcuff key. Okay. Cool. Ah. Oh. Very nice. And where where uh, what does this something like this cost? Um, this one was like sixteen bucks. Okay. Um. This one was on. I got it off of Amazon, okay. and it uses uh, your regular uh, refills here. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have like a knife in it where you can twist it, pull it out, and have like a three-inch like little, like jib jab uh, little, I mean, like little knife could, in it. This is solid, man. So you could pretty much, you know, if you had to as a last ditch effort, you know, with this, this is solid. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna bow, break, bend, flex, snap. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, okay, I think he froze up a little bit. Okay, we got him back. All right, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, Richard is over there. Pebbles is Pebbles going at it. Pebbles going at it. Okay, so what else is that? It or we got more stuff that you um, carry on you? Yeah. Do you have Do you have um, a light? What kind of light do you EDC? Do you EDC a light? Um, I I recently lost my um my uh, Streamlight um Micro oh. mm. and. Um, I I hadn't replaced it yet, mm -hmm. so I don't really carry a light on me uh, okay. at this moment. But I used to carry the the um, the Streamlight micro. Okay. okay, cool. Understood. Understood. All right, uh, Tyvin, do you want to show us what you EDC with without, of course, without showing the, well, gun, the gun? I I, I tried to hide it. Um, honestly, these last three four months, I haven't carried anything. Okay, you've but is that because yeah. you've been home or? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't carry keys, change money or anything. I would suggest this, uh, uh, Ron, with EDCs and stuff. Um, I I do it when I'm at work, but I don't do it at home. I always wear a belt, and on the back of the belt, like in right where your kidneys are at, it have like a little lip in it, and I'd put like a five or a ten dollar bill. And each side, that way, if you ever got mugs, you've got 10, 15 bucks to get you something to eat, make a phone call, you know, things like that. But I'll be honest with you, I'm at the house. I've got guns everywhere. Yeah. I, I've been, like, really pleasantly just hanging out. I, like I said, I don't carry a wallet. I don't wear watches. I don't wear jewelry. Okay. You know, is that, how you, got, is that nice. how you got so skinny? Because I noticed you've been getting all this home rest. You know, which typically makes people bigger. How how did you get skinnier? You know what? I've actually lost three pounds. <laughs> I is, really that, have. is that just from like the surgery and stuff like that, or kind of, sorta? You know, I, it's just when I went into the army, I had to wear a log chain just to meet the weight requirement. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's a true story. Yeah, just genetic skinniness. Been, 
Yeah. Yeah. I've always been between a certain weight and plus and minus five pounds either way. Mm-hmm. I've been like this, you know, my grandpa was this size, my dad's, you know, tall, but he's thin. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Okay. All right. Got a lot more gray right there. That's yeah. what I'm really mad about. Yeah, we all do, man. We all do. It's, you, you know, know. <laughs> here's what's a real funny thing about Hank. When I went in to do the surgery, real quick story. Uh-huh. I went in to do the surgery and everything, and they said, hey, we need to do a um, uh, our stress test, and we need to do this breathing test. And I'm like, what? What are you doing there? I'm having shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to make sure you'll survive the surgery. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm 48 years old. If they got to do that just to make sure you survive the surgery under anesthetic and stuff, it's like, yeah. oh, my. It was it was an eye-opener. I was like, oh, my God, I'm old. Well, remember, when they start hitting you with those anesthetics, man, uh, things don't function the way that they're supposed to. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah. But it's been so nice. That, I, I, had I had to, to, I had to do that when I had major surgery. As well, really? I mean, like, yeah, I had major uh, stomach surgery a while ago, a long time ago, and they put me through all that as well, just to make sure. Because when any any things like that, a lot of your stuff is getting shut down when you get hit with that. I mean, it's painful, as you know, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, yeah. um, they're they're shutting a lot of things down for a period of time, and you know they want to make sure that you, they'll be able to uh, pull you out of that. So oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't been taking pain meds or anything from my shoulder, man. I've been eating Tylenol. Oh, okay. Have you been? been uh, how many cigarettes have you been burning through a day, man? Does Cherry Wine allow you to uh, smoke in the house? Uh, yeah. Hello. <laughs> I have my designated areas. <laughs> uh-huh. so I'm down here in the man right. cave right now. This is my office, but right, right, you know, right. I don't. I don't smoke any more mm-hmm. than what I did driving a truck. It's usually three quarter pack a day here and there, but I, you know, it's what? been the same since I first started smoking. When are you getting back to driving the truck? I was hoping to go back today, okay. but two weeks as of right now, depending on what the MRI says, if I have to have another surgery or not. So I'm looking at two weeks. I either go back to work or I'm not. Okay, so quickly before we go to uh, to Richard with uh, his EDC, from your perspective as a trucker, what's it looking like? Are you keeping in touch with other truckers out there? Yes. Is there still a lot of shipping going on? Nope. No? Oh, okay. So nope. everything, it's just food stuff is not a problem. With the reefer units, they did away with all the driving regulations in your logbooks and electronic logs. You run and get the job done. So the food stuff is not going to be a problem. But like major manufacturers or whatever, and they're shutting their systems down or whatever, you know, building stuff or whatever, you're not going to have too much going on. It, the, yeah. the docks are Lots empty. of now, factories Amazon, are shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like Amazon, Walmart, you know, Amazon's looking for 100,000 people. And from what I was told, 60,000 of that was drivers. Mm. because their stuff's went up. Now, FedEx is a, a worldwide company, and they've talked about how certain parts of their stuff is going to shut down because there's no there's no demand, no need. Mm-hmm. You know, manufacturers are shutting down. But all seriousness, if truck stops, America stops. So if you're out and about and you're running around and all of a sudden you notice there's only like one or two trucks out there, mm-hmm. You need to be aware because if we ain't moving anything, you ain't doing anything. 
Yeah, I did notice that. Uh, so, for example, when uh, Lola and I were out, there's still we've still seen trucks moving around. But I know factories are shutting down, and so there's certain things that are not getting produced. I mean, we can we can go deep down the rabbit hole on that. I think I heard that computers and stuff like that, which most of those come from China. Prices are, prices are gonna prices are gonna go up on that, and those aren't getting manufactured. As a matter of fact, I went in like Best Buy dropped prices on some laptops, and it's still in effect. So, and I know my son, his laptop is like on duct tape. So I went in, I went and got him one today from Best Buy. But I heard that prices might kick up there as well because at some point we're gonna hit that wall where there's not new stuff coming in, and then the companies like a lot of them. Um, because they have stuff already in the sale papers, they're leaving the prices, but the new print, the new ads coming out, they're going to bump everything up. So if right. you, if you don't need that, please don't go out there and buy it. I'm not trying to make anyone go out and buy anything, but yeah, we're going to notice some of these things, um, coming into effect. So for example, if you're a car guy, um, like I'm a, I'm a car guy and I, and I've been waiting to see the Corvette C8s out there and I know that they are they're out there. They're closed down. Yeah. They shut down the factory. There's no Corvette C8s getting made right now. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. here, here's a real quick. Here's a real quick uh, Bible information. Mm -hmm. Everything that you see in the grocery stores is between three to five days for perishable items. Mm -hmm. Non-perishable is usually about a month-ish that they keep on the shelves. Anything that's other related than consumable products is normally anywhere between a one-month and six-month supply in the U.S. So mm -hmm. let's say we shut down for a month. They shut the whole nation down for one month. The food's still going to go because the way things are set in place, there's not going to be a food issue. But it's what a paper might be in six months. Mm -hmm. But they, they keep all that on supply, and it's rotated, and it's ordered. We're a ship-by-need or ship-by-demand country mm -hmm. so yeah especially with computers a lot of that stuff has been computers have figured out uh the algorithm of a lot of that but it's changed now i don't think this is going to go on forever and i'll tell you why most not. most of the rest of the world needs to make stuff and sell it to us in order to exist i know that's right. heaven forbid you lose your cell phone for four days right. you know there there's they've got resorts now you can go to that they mm. scramble the signal on your cell phone so you yeah. don't get service. Yeah. Um, by and the they way, take it from you. Right. The range is saying C8s are completely sold out, Hank, the entire production. They have been from... Yeah, C8s have been sold out from the beginning. Even the next-gen C8s coming out are already sold out. What happened... They I were, never want that. They were... I, I guess uh, I'll just have to buy an Audi R8 then. Yeah, I guess, man. I guess, you know. Hey, what's up with the truck? Did you, did you seriously order that uh, the truck, the electric truck? The cyber truck? Yeah. I put I put my hundred bucks down. Hell yeah! Did you? If they make those things, I'm getting one. I'm doing it for the I'm doing it for the gun culture. I'm doing it for the gun, doing culture. It for the gun culture. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be. I, I will get one. You know, people think I'm messing around. I will get one. Yeah, C8s have been pretty much uh, sold out. Even the next uh, the the uh, whatever the upgrades coming out. Even those people are putting in orders for. But the factories are actually the factories rolled out a bunch of cars, but the factories are shut down. Lots of factories are shutting down around the world, not just in America. But they are going to have to start back up because um, if people don't manufacture things and sell it to America, what happens? 
Just remember the car manufacturers are just assembly plants. There's 50 other businesses that supply that assembly plant. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Rubber, tires, aluminum, brake lines, radios, leather, glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The range says flippers will sell them, Hank, but man, they're going to cost. I am not going to overpay for a C8. Not a Corvette. I, I they, know where there's one sitting for sale, and it's not sold. I looked at it yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, so I want one that's all-wheel drive, which we're going to have to wait a little bit for the all-wheel drive ones to come out. But uh, I'm not going to overpay. I would not overpay for a C8. It's a Corvette. So even though I think it's really cool, you drive it off the lot, you're losing a lot of value. It's a Corvette, people. It's not a 10%. Ferrari or a Lamborghini. <laughs> just, just 10%. To they lose more money. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more than twenty. I think it's like thirty percent when you drive off the lot. But they're really cool cars. Just wait. We will eventually get through all of this, and there will be all the Corvette C8s that you could, that you could ever want in all the ten percent of every brand new car that's sold by GM goes directly to a union worker's retirement plan. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Good news. Okay, let's let Richard Hughes quickly um, get in his Can EDC. I- What's up? If I don't touch it, can I show you it? Or no. do I have to show a picture of it? No, no, you have to. We don't want to know anything about your gun, Richard Hughes. Sans, Are you allowed to show toy guns? Uh, yeah, we can show toy guns. See, check it out. Boom, toy guns right here. <laughs> These are toys, YouTube overlords. Toys, toys, right there. Okay, and Richard Hughes is showing you EDC. Oh, you're, you're EDC. You've got a special. Oh, you brief- posted that picture on Instagram. Yeah, Richard. Yep. So you've got a special case for that's your EDC, Richard. Really? That's correct. Five seven. Okay. <laughs> I call shen- I call shenanigans right there. That's not even. Oh, I, I've been EDCing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Fine. What else I other want than that? Right. <laughs> oh well, you know. Uh, the Ruger LCP2 or the Ruger LC9. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your knife here that you've got? What's this knife? Kershaw Weston. I got like oh, four nice. or five of them because they're only 30 bucks a piece. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Would you that again? Kershaw. Kershaw Weston. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kershaw's cool. Kershaw's a cool. Kershaw. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kershaw, yeah. This is the cheapest decent Kershaw. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get better Kershaws for more money, but... Is that aluminum, steel? What do we? No, it's it's uh, you know it's G10 on one side, steel on the other. It's not okay. aluminum. Okay. Okay. Nice uh, action. Cool. What else? What's your? Do you have a light? Do you EDC carry a light? A tool? Multi tool? No, nah, nah, no light. Okay. You so you only EDC a bird. Other than that, a gun, a knife, and a bird. That's what you EDC. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. bird. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys ever see uh, let me see what was it was it Iron Man 2 with uh, what's his name it was like where's the Boyd a bird I yeah. want my Boyd I want my Boyd <laughs> you know what is the name of that guy um, oh bad uh, Ivan I don't know is it yeah Ivan? I think he it was a good part yeah Ivan Chichenko not my bad <laughs> yeah. where's my hey, Boyd I got, a, I got a quick question for Ronald uh, since he's he guy and with yeah. since uh, Richard showed that knife. Would you recommend carrying a all-purpose knife like the one you just showed, or actually carrying just a straight blade knife? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So um, I actually forgot to, to mention this, my multi-tool. I carry this on me all the time. I always have a multi-tool on me. What is this one? Uh, uh, this one is the uh, Leatherman Wave oh, okay. here. Wave. Okay. And uh, um, it has uh, bit drivers with it here. You can see that. Like mm -hmm. little bit drivers. Yeah, there. very cool. Yep, yep. I recommend. I do recommend carrying um, something like this because you know you have your straight edge tool here, uh, knife, and then you have your serrated. If you need to cut rope or anything like that, so I'll say you um, being a, a truck driver, most definitely you would definitely benefit from this. And then also, you know, you have your saw, and I've used this a few times. The uh, the knife here, the the file to sharpen yeah. my other blade. Like, uh, because we're always fixing trailer lights and stuff. I, that's why I carry uh, a regular. Yeah, never, you never know what's gonna happen um, on the road. By the way, the range said this. Let me get this in here. Uh, the range said for anyone interested that Kershaw, Kershaw Richard showed is model number three four six zero, called the Weston. Weston. There you go. That's from the range. Thank you, the range. There you go. Awesome. Sorry, Rich. I didn't mean to be rude. I had Appreciate to ask a quick that. question. No, no, no. That was a good question. That was a good question. Um, uh, very cool. Let's see. What else? You, are you, is something else coming out, Ronald, from the EDC? I know that, um, was all, that was all that Richard carries. He doesn't carry a light or anything like that. I recommend everyone carry a light. Come on. Oh, with this dome, I don't need a light. light. Olight makes. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Olight makes cheap lights. This is the. Uh, I think this is the H H one R Nova from Olight. Um, yeah. And and if you go to HanksRange.com, there's like a link for Olight and all that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to sell you guys on it, but this is a really. I've had this for a few years, and it's like rechargeable by USB and all that kind of stuff, and uh, clips on my shirt, clips on my. Uh, Clips on my on my pants in my pants pocket and everything. Have some kind of light on you. I think um, that you know that really helps. Every day you're you're more likely to use your your light, your knife, and things like that. Um, every day, hopefully, you never have to use your firearm, but you should also have that on you. Always have like uh, backup magazines. That's one of the things. I don't know what you where you're at on that, Ronald. I always got backup oh. magazines. Oh so, yeah, um, I always. I always have my uh, backup magazine here. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I have one more question for him. Did you mm -hmm. get a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Hey, uh, let's, I know like inner city, urban areas, whatever, right? Or EDC is cool and everything. But if you're a frequent like on the ranch or, you know, outside a rural area, would you recommend a small pair of binoculars for like your everyday EDC stuff like that? Oh yeah, so um, that's that's one of the things that I like to talk about. Um, actually, you know, I had this is my actual first book here, um, the Quick Guide to Everyday Carry. For uh, hold it up again. Hold it up again. I just switched full screen to you, so let's give the guy. Okay, so they they can also find this on your website, right? Uh, yes, they can okay. find that on the website and information there, mm -hmm. um, www.theedcguide.com. Uh, so for everybody, the EDC concept is very dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, so what works for me and what I carry on me one day, you're going to be different 
then like let's say Lola who's in the medical industry mm-hmm. she's going to carry something different on her mm-hmm. like uh, a nurse they'll have like a tinier flashlight there's mm-hmm. stethoscope and things like that mm-hmm. but you as a truck driver you might have that trucker's tool you might have to carry like an an axe with you a small axe you mm-hmm. never know and some other major tools and definitely if you're on a ranch I would recommend to have a pair of binoculars so you can see you enhance your your ability to see from uh from far distances um so if i'm home my my everyday carry um is going to be different than when i go to work than when i go to you know church or you know things like that yeah is that broke down in that first book like lifestyles edc you know you broke it down like one person for one area or one scenario is it broke down like that in that book? Hey, um, I go over it briefly. I don't get too much into it because this is like a brief introduction. And then, you know, it's like a huge rabbit hole, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> of different things. So yeah. just to not blow somebody's mind, um, yeah. the average everyday simple person, I just slightly gloss over it. There's going to be another volume later yeah. down the road. And, it, and it, like you said, it depends on who you are, where you are, the laws of where you are. Like, do you live in a city? Um, you know, and, and cities are different. Like, Miami is a completely different city from New York City or, you know, or from L.A. or whatever. Being a truck driver, Tyvin, um, you probably have more substantial tools, right? Because, oh, yeah. I mean... You know, so there's you probably have uh, probably several lights and probably some really powerful um, lights at that. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you because uh, I know obviously you would have a CB radio. Do you carry like a backup uh, like, you know, two way radio or something like that when you're on the road or how, how does that work? Or is it just well, the phone? Like, you know, well, uh, my, my situation is a little unique. My CB is also a hand operator. Mm-hmm. I got a Galaxy 99, so I've got mm-hmm. 11 meter and 10 meter band. Mm-hmm. So you know I can flip through thousands and thousands of channels. But you know we got our side toolboxes. I carry a tire tool. You know if we blow mm-hmm. a tire, and I got a hazmat, you can't get down the road with a blow tire. So you know keep a hacksaw, pen knife, cut that tire off or pop that tire off. You know I carry a chunk of wood. I can't carry a jack. Well, if you put the wood right there and then you pull up on the wood, if it's a blowed outside tire, well, then that loosens that outside one out that you can pop off, throw it in the trailer, and keep going. You know, mm-hmm. chunks of woods, lights, um, uh, we call them a thumper. We can't carry like a baseball bat because that's considered a weapon. But oh, a so you can't, carry a, you can't carry a big um, jack because what they would consider that to be a weapon? Well, no, uh, I said a baseball bat. Oh, you can't carry a, a baseball bat. Okay. Right. right. I like a full-size baseball bat. That okay. would be considered a, a weapon. <laughs> well, you can get the smaller version. It's called right, a tire right. thumper. Okay. But mm-hmm. uh, the jack, like for me to carry a jack, you know, that's an extra 300 pounds you got to carry in a truck. Well, mm-hmm. your job is to move freight, not weigh extra and cost more mm-hmm. fuel economy. So, yeah. you know, I'm limited. Yeah. But... Um, you know, I by know the, guys by the way, check out check out Pebbles right here. The range says Pebbles is spoiled. Awesome. Look at that. Pebbles getting a back yeah. rub. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Seriously, Pebbles. What was all this? So this was... He carries bird seed in his pocket. <laughs> this is this is a spoiled bird. This this Boyd is very spoiled. This Boyd. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> That's yeah, it, yeah, uh-huh. 
there there's people that carry certain things in there. I've right. seen guys carry full scuba equipment and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm 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 a disabled veteran. I've got a cold weather injury, so I carry extra boots, extra gloves, extra pants. I carry an extra sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm out in Wyoming and it's minus 20 degrees and I run off the road and it's snowing so hard you can't see 30 foot in front of you, and the truck's not running, you got to survive. Mm-hmm. I carry a coffee can with sand and a bottle of rubbing alcohol. If something happens, I can dump that rubbing alcohol in the sand and light it, and I've got heat. So I've I've had to go to some extremes on a few things, mm-hmm. but most of it's just common sense and survival stuff. You know, we can't carry a gun in the truck, so you know that's protection. That's yeah. survival. Yeah, you go can ahead. carry black powder, right? No comment. Yeah. Um, I was going to say some guys have flare guns. I, who, someone was talking about this recently. Yeah, like yeah. The flare gun. There, there's certain flare things gun. you can get away with, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. Carry a bow and arrow. Crossbow. 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 I, <laughs> I right. know nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it also depends uh-huh. on your job, what you're doing. I run terminal terminal, so I'm not, like, out in society and – going down back streets and going into mm-hmm. docks, you know, at two o'clock in the morning in a bad neighborhood or, anything. you know, mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. My job doesn't require me to do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very I'm, good. A, I'm in a gated community every time I go to bed. So, mm-hmm. okay. Awesome. Uh, did you want to add something, Ronald? I don't know. Can you, can you hear me? I don't know if Ronald could hear me. Oh yeah. I can, I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, there was another, I'm trying to see. There was another, um, he looks well manicured right there. I bet you he carries some beard oil and stuff in there as part of his EDC. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Did you hear that question, Ronald? Yeah. Uh, Do you have beard? (laughs) Do you have beard EDC? I look well manicured. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, he's um, no. Um, do I have? Do I have EDC? I is breaking up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, I think you're kind of good right now. Um, Len Holt says trucker oh, wow. EDC video. So there you go, Tyvin. That would be a good video idea for you to do right there, trucker EDC. Yeah. You know, I think the folks would like to see that. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Armin and Axis says crossbows take too long to reload. So there you go. Um, and he also says he has many binoculars in his car. And then um, Len Holt says, I keep a monocular in my vehicle. There you go. That's good. It's always. Um, you know, listen, and depending on the magnification, like, so for example, um, you know, this is the, uh, the retro optic from Brownells, right? And this is a four by twenty, you know, something like that. Might you know? Well, that's kind of small. There you go, Hank. Flip that. You're yeah, pimping Brownells. Yeah, shout out there to Brownells. Yep, yeah, we had we had Roy from Brownells on yesterday, as well as we we had uh, Mr. Guns and Gear on yesterday's show. So if you didn't see yesterday's show, go check it out. Guns and Gear, Roy from Brownells, and then we had Javier from um, HTX Tactical in Texas. So uh, he, that's, you know, that was actually pretty great. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret right now. Tomorrow, we have John Hickok on the show. Yeah! John, the son, right? John Hickok. Yeah, Big John. Big John's coming on the show. What? 
That's yeah. awesome. You guys are the first to know. We haven't really tell, told anyone that. That's what's going on tomorrow. Big you John, have the old man or the son? Uh, Big John is uh, Hickok's son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Big uh, Big John will be on the show. Um, Big I, John. Yeah, play that little, song. Yeah, I've known him for a little while. He's a cool dude. He's coming on the show, so that I think that would be cool. Tomorrow will be a great show. If you guys aren't here, man, you're gonna you know you're gonna miss it live. You're gonna miss your chance to ask questions and stuff like that. Although I'm sure you you know for the fans of, of Big John and Hickok, you guys follow them and all that. But he will be on the show hanging out with us. You know, I don't know if you guys know this. He's a comedian. He's a full fledged comedian amongst really, but he plays guitar. Yeah, he he plays music. He does a lot of cool stuff. He does a lot of cool stuff. He rides big badass bikes. He's into cars, all that kind. Of, we're gonna get into all of that tomorrow. With, yeah, he's a uh, special force dude, wasn't he? Um, Green Beret or something. The boy, the boy was. Oh, I don't think I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think so. I I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. We can ask him. Um, so that's that's something that I don't know. I. Um, I've never heard that, but Big John's cool. He will be here. He'll be, I'm sure, answering questions and stuff like that from everyone. So, um, you know, John Voorhees says, uh, um, awesome to have uh, John Hickok, 45, on tomorrow. Yep, he will be on. Um, so there you go. Uh, what's up? Thanks for having me on here with, with yeah. Ronald and EDC stuff, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I got, that. I got some questions in, so... Thank yeah. you. No, it was good Thanks, seeing Lola, you. by the way, back yeah. in the back. Yeah, absolutely. It was good seeing you again. Let's start wrapping it up because we're at the nine o'clock hour. Um, I'm probably going to start. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Richard Hughes and Pebbles right now. Richard, how can the folks out there follow you, support you, etc.? Uh, well, flyingrich.com, flyingrichofficial on Instagram, and of course, flyingrich on YouTube. So youtube.com slash flyingrich, and he's Pebbles Bird on Instagram. Absolutely. There you go. What about you, Tyvin? How can the folks keep up with you? I appreciate it. Uh, doing some work out in the garage. We're pushing some stuff over on Instagram, HC Tyvin, and then also YouTube, The Tyvin Show. Been down. Uh, give me some time, guys. I apologize, but I'll be back up. And thanks again for letting me come on. It's been a while. Thanks to Lola. And Ronald, sir, it was an, it was an honor to meet you, sir, and ask some questions. So thank you so kindly. Yeah, always, always Thanks, good guys. having you on. Always good having you on, Tyvin, and and you know we know you support us here. Okay, last but not least, let's go. Let's go to Ronald, uh, the EDC guy. Uh, thanks for coming on. Just one last time, give the folks out there the pitch for the book. How can they follow you? How can they buy this book, etc. Okay, Erica's big day. Um, it's about a little girl who's a superhero who goes and saves her friends. Uh, teach them how to. Uh, teach them what to do in the event they stumble on an unattended firearm and um, she wants them to make it to their big day. Yeah, show us the and book if you can. can yeah. Okay. Oh, here, you can look at my shirt. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So you can go to www.ericasbigday.com. You can also follow me at the EDC guy 073. And, um, you know, if you have any questions, you can uh, ask me. Um, also, Erica has her own um, Instagram page, Erica Safely. She'll pop right up, and that's it. 
Awesome, awesome, very cool. All right, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us. I know, like, like uh, there's some people saying there's some weird stuff going on with notifications and stuff like that. Um, you know, but we're we're usually here. We're usually here seven to nine. Um, and and I put out stuff on social media, so try to follow us on social media. We have been shut down on uh, our regular Facebook, so I made a new Facebook. It's HankStrange.com, the .com all written out. If you go on Facebook, if you're looking for it, if you guys will follow that, I appreciate it. I am going to drop the end here. Everyone sit tight right there. Uh, what is that that you're showing? What are you showing? Um, this is my... Uh, my Gladiator Guns uh, Ranger band here. Okay. Cool. Um, Gladiator Sticks. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. Let me drop the end. Everyone sit tight. All right. Make sure that you thumbs up. All right. Make sure you comment here on the video. Also, ring the bell to follow us. Follow us on social media and all that kind of good stuff. We are also, uh, we, we strip out the audio of this and we put it up on iTunes, Podbean, all the places that you get your audio podcasts from. Uh, as I always say, go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list, go to Lola's Deal. She's got daily deals and all kinds of good stuff in there. Um, if you're looking to get the merch that we have, it's on Ballistic Inc. And, you know, that helps uh, support the show, pay for the bills around here. Okay, any last words from anyone before I press the button? Thanks to everyone out there. Smash the thumbs ups, whoever's still in here. What's who, Who's got something to say? I'm good. Go ahead. I'll ask you after. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ronald, you got something? Heavy Metal Lifestyle 223. <laughs> go. He's, um, he's a business partner. He's a, he's on the team. Just uh, go and support him as well. Awesome. Very cool. Richard? You're Be good? safe out there. Yeah, Big John tomorrow, so make sure you guys join us. We're out of here. Peace. Bye, Pepper.